one loopy, blazing a trail of terror. The incomparable King Larry Giant Gorilla God. God Loopy has a brain about this size. He is sheer brute force. While Larry is a thinking animal. His brain's considerably larger. King Larry versus God Loopy, shattering every obstacle that stands between them in the most fantastic rampage of annihilation ever recorded on film. See King Larry destroy a well-sealed Amazon package. See God Loopy wreck a perfectly good slice of bread while attempting to butter it. Nothing and nobody can stop the showdown when King Larry and God Loopy meet to fight for survival of the dumbest. In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, meta-human destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek! <laughs> every it. week every I week <laughs> hey i'm loop and i'm larry and this is guardians of geek we are quite excited this week another brand new episode uh number 41 for us yeah, yeah it's pretty exciting we just passed our two-year anniversary that's pretty cool actually it's yeah. really cool and we, we went we from starting with just a podcast now we've now we're on youtube as well which is cool yeah we we were we thought we'd make it maybe two episodes. Yeah, sometimes you start these things and you, they just <laughs> never go anywhere. But we've been able to stick through it and yeah. keep doing it, and it's fun, and uh, we're just gonna keep going. Exactly, and this is an exciting this is an exciting episode. We're uh, you're gonna really enjoy this one. Yeah, we got a lot packed into this one. So we do it. We're doing our usual off the top, just talk about some trending stuff. We got a pop five, and then we're gonna go into the pop capacitor, and we're gonna be talking about King Kong versus Godzilla today. So it's gonna be cool, and not yeah. the new one. I wish we saw no. the new one, but it's not the new one yet. <laughs> Maybe we get a, a sneak preview. No, that one is actually that one is actually, and th that one's actually Godzilla versus Kong. We are talking about King Kong versus, versus Godzilla. Godzilla. That's right. Yeah. So let's just uh, kick things off. The thing that everybody's talking about right now, and and we're been, we've been talking about this before, is WandaVision. That show is heating up. Heating up. It's uh, like it's it's going places that I don't understand. And but I love it. I just I'm so intrigued. I think this is great. What is so you're the big Marvel guy in the Loop and Larry duo here. So I, what is your take? What is your take on how they're handling this? I think it's really cool. And I think I love about this whole I don't know if this is just the new trend for this for this decade or, or the last uh, the two thousands, but this the way they've been able to weave characters from all the different shows. And they like, and they're all like, they can bring them all back. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is, I think is a really cool thing. And so they're in like multiple movies. Now they're in shows. And I just, I love that continuity. Um, I, I'm going to dare to say before I get kind of breaking this down, um, that this, I might, I think I like this better than the Mandalorian. Ooh. I, I, I maybe because I'm more, because more, I'm more of a comic fan, maybe yeah. first. I do love Star Wars as well, but I just, I'm loving this. Like, I don't know what it is about it. I just, Maybe it's because I haven't seen a Marvel property or piece of material in such a long time, 
but yeah. oh man, this is like the best. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so anyways, for the first few episodes, people were like, some people complained, not everybody, a lot of people liked it, but said that it was like, it was weird because it was just like the, like an old TV show redone. Uh, yeah. But now it's making sense. That, like, the last couple yes. episodes have answered a lot of our questions that we originally had off the yes. top. So now we know the town's in a bubble being controlled by wait wait Wanda. we should we should say we should say spoiler alert in case for whatever yes. reason you have not yet watched episode five i was I mean, talking about the bubbles in the tub that yeah. was, right? <laughs> it's been a few days so hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm assuming if you're watching the show you've seen this by now like yeah. it was last yeah. week it's uh it was so the so she's controlling this town basically but is she under control and she doesn't that's, know it that's what that's i'm thinking is happening yeah. so because there's things that she doesn't like there's a part in it where she says, I'm not controlling the people in this town. Like they're doing their thing. I'm not controlling every single person, which says yeah. to me that somebody is, and it's not her, but yeah. she's somehow, someone's putting thoughts into her head is what I think is happening. Well, and, and my question is how did those people get into that town? Because they said early on, earlier on that the town doesn't exist. So she's created the town and filled it with people. So if she's not controlling everybody who's in there how did those people get in like were they all sucked in like like I I'm not, yeah i'm not 100 percent on how that or, how yeah. that happened but the uh, or, or I, is she or is she creating them out of her mind the way she created her kids yeah and how do the kids how do they show up like he's got these twins now that are growing yeah. when they feel like it apparently or at, at a different yeah. rate um yeah. Uh, the uh, which is kind of funny because in sitcoms that happens as well right like the suddenly one season they're babies and the next season yeah. they're like two like yeah. it's so it's it, i found that kind of funny um there's just so many like questions about the show and who's who's doing what and uh the one of the the theories is that it's it's uh the demon mephisto is kind of uh or mephisto is sort of running this um because in the comic he's the one that put that his soul part of his soul created those kids so um that could happen uh, I th the two boys are going to end up going to be in the Young Avengers for sure, like Wiccan and Speed. There's no way they're. I don't think they're. They've built that up already. I think yeah. on the way. I think, yeah, I think th I think that this show is a way to introduce the Young Avengers, probably. Yeah. Like you know, so yeah, so we'll probably see movies, a movie cycle with. Oh yeah, and they've they've already got all these new the young all the young superheroes already being introduced here and there, so that's definitely going to happen, especially yeah. with all the shows as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's it's so she's broadcasting somehow on this frequency the show that's in her head yeah. that's being created within this, which I love. I think that's the coolest thing. Um, but then at the end of the last episode, there's a knock at the door, and you see the back of Quicksilver's head, and you're like, oh, it's the Quicksilver from the movies from the MCU yeah. movies. No, it's the ones from the it's it's Evan Peters from the X Men movies. Yes, that's, <laughs> blew my mind. I was like, what? Yeah. And and they just made a comment in there about, oh, she's she's recasting the uh, yeah, Darcy, yeah. characters. Like like I just thought that was the funniest thing is that you know they they even pointed out that he's not the Quicksilver from the MCU. He's like somebody else. So so but that's the question: Is he the Quicksilver from the X Men universe, or is he literally has he literally been recast? And one other theory is that this is opening up a multiverse. So it's going to actually connect the X-Men universe. Eventually, yeah. I, th I think it's, he's been, because I feel like the, the Quicksilver in the MCU is dead. So there's no yeah. way she could pull him in. And I, I, this is the other theory I heard, but 
the first theory is that it's a multiverse and this this quicksilver was pulled from the multiverse the other theory i I had read which makes sense is that her and vision vision starting to figure out now that that she's controlling things that this is not the real world they start fighting all of a sudden there's this major distraction that was suddenly sent in at the last second and it's him which would totally break things up right so yeah. it kind of set resets them back to where they were so uh, yeah. I, I think it, he was sent as, as a distraction from the multiverse pulled from somewhere and of course once you're in this world you're being mind controlled so you don't realize that you're that you're part of this right so it's uh it's so cool when he showed up i was like what is going on this is so <laughs> cool so it'll be interesting if this opens up the the mutant in Marvel and the X-Men and like kind of a door opening to the, the X-Men universe. How many yeah. of the X-Men that like are people that played the X-Men in the, in the Fox universe will actually end up playing them in this universe as well. Yeah. I have no idea. Like this is literally like, I think that that was a massive game changer for the MCU. Like I think yeah. that one moment e- either it was or it wasn't like either it is like, like you said, like it's opening a multiverse and we're bringing in all these other characters or it's like a red herring and they just decided to cast Evan, Evan Peters to throw people off because he did play it. But in this particular universe, he's yeah. not Quicksilver. He's just, he's been recast. Who yeah, knows? I, I think it's supposed to be the same one from a yeah. multiverse, but as far as the rest of the X-Men go, I don't think we're going to see them still for quite a while. We may yeah. see one or two pop up here and there in future movies, but I think they have a long-term plan for them. And there's so much, they probably have a long-term plan for everything else. Cause they have the Eternals and all those coming up. So to, to yeah. introduce too many of the X-Men right now might take it off their like trajectory that they're on right now. But it was such a cool swerve because she had teased, <laughs> that there was a possible cameo of a luke skywalker level in this show or coming up and so i'm like well who would that be and then one of the theories was it was magneto from the x-men movies but this was this blew me away as much as that would have like it was so cool this totally made sense like this this makes sense like you know because was there was there a scarlet witch in the evan peters in the x-men no and that was the thing uh, yeah. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were on the Avengers and they're also mutants. So they're a part of the X-Men universe. So they were like, there was, I think there was a, just a handful of characters that were shared between Fox that like Fox could use any of these, those characters or Marvel could use any of those characters. They didn't, they didn't own them exclusively. So right. that's why they were in both like they were in both uh series okay but but scarlet witch was not in the x-men she could have been used in the x-men for sure she could have but they didn't use her for like i mean it didn't really make sense because she was never on the x-men right but she was she was magneto's daughter like Uh, um, so they could have but they but quicksilver like was an x-men at one point and it it made more sense to have him in it so right and uh, it totally makes sense to have him in show up now when she needs her brother i mean her brother was her you know, her, yeah. her life and, you know, when, when he was killed during Ultron and, and it's funny because they, they keep referencing Ultron, like th- through this series so far, Ultron's name has come up a few, times. a few times. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of also um, Hydra references and all sorts of references like that. So yeah, yeah, I don't know what they're, what they're going for. The other thing I found interesting was that when Monica Rambo got on the phone, she goes, Oh, I know someone that might be able to help us with this. And she, she dialed somebody yeah. and I'm like, who is that? Yeah. Like, who's that going to be? Like, so it's, it's obviously someone I think that we would know, but it's like, it's so exciting. Yeah. Like, it's like, I, I wouldn't surprise me too if Dr. Yeah. Strange shows up in this because this is supposed to lead into well, his yeah. movie. So that would not surprise me in the least at some point. 
he shows yeah. up. So. I feel like before the end of it, how many episodes of this are there? Are there eight or nine? I believe there's eight or nine, and we've done five. So. Yeah, I think that there's still at least three or four more. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like Doctor Strange, because they, they've said it leads right into uh, right. The, the next movie, so I would assume he's going to be there at some point. Yeah, I, mean, he, I, I it would not surprise me if he shows up at the end, like the very end of it, and then that would lead into the into his movie. But whoo, so much going on. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to like week to week. I am like, that's, I'm all I'm thinking about all week now is this show. Like it's like, it's like one of my favorite shows just because I think it's, yeah, it's just fresh new Marvel material and which we've been waiting for, for like over a year for sure. And uh, yeah. it's just, it's great cliffhanger last week. And it's just, I can't wait to see where this goes. Well, and it's funny because you're right. Like we, we have had a steady diet of Marvel movies every year since what 2008 yep at least two or three a year yeah every year and so last year there was zero like we all of a sudden it just stopped there wasn't anything so to finally get something again like for me like I'm I'm more of a DC guy but I like I love the Marvel movies and I like all this stuff um I this show has excited me so much about Marvel that yeah. we've started to rewatch all the movies. So oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we, we've watched the first 10. We're, we just finished Ultron uh, oh, last week because we wanted to finish Ultron before, yeah. um, like while this was still happening just to catch up. So, and I think we have 10 left or something like that. Yeah. There's like uh, over 20, I think. They're 22, I think. So yeah, so yeah. We're, and it's been awesome. Like it's been so cool to rewatch all of the movies. Like, because we watch two a week <laughs> we watch like friday night saturday night and and it's been awesome so it's it like it's they're doing a great job of building up the hype again that's awesome yeah. i just finished watching 10 wrestlemanias at about four <laughs> hours a piece that was a lot of wrestlemania <laughs> because of wandavision <laughs> no i just <laughs> I, I decided this year i was gonna watch te- like the first 10 wrestlemanias because i know how long they are and there's no way i'm gonna make it through all, almost 40 so I, I i'm gonna watch 10 i made it through 10 i made it through the first 10 that's so. good that's one resolution off the list larry i'm telling you that's the way to do it it's only early february good job that's true um golden globes just happened yeah combinations it this is it actually kind of surprised me like i it was one of those things that i just didn't think was going to happen or i didn't really i wasn't on top of it usually usually i'm like i wake up early in the morning so that i could actually watch the nominations live on tv i've i've done that for years yeah and this year for you know because of all the that's going on it just didn't even occur to me mostly because there hasn't been movies in theaters where we are so we haven't really watched anything so but they did it they they set out their nominations and it's the same sort of situation as usual but uh it's it's an interesting list because there are no like blockbusters essentially i mean because nothing was released yeah yeah none of the movies are like the big popular movies that we would have seen in the theaters um so i mean most of them are you know available on streaming services like netflix or um apple tv plus or or prime or whatever so which is kind of nice because he you got you've got access to them so we can actually watch a lot of them but uh it's it's going to be an interesting it's going to be an interesting thing. So I mean, some of the standouts. I mean, obviously, there's the Golden Globes is both TV and movies. So there's tons, tons of nominations. So we're not going to talk about all of them. But a couple of the standouts. One of the ones that I was really excited about is, um, and we mentioned so in the uh, best picture musical comedy, uh, yeah. the 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 
when we did our 2020 retrospective show, yep. um, the movie that stood out as the hit for me was Palm Springs. Yep. And it's now been nominated for uh, best best movie comic comedy or musical. So I wasn't alone thinking that Palm Springs was one of the best movies. I, I just watched Palm Springs after that episode. I ended up watching it. Yeah. And uh, I loved it. I thought it was it was very clever. It was funny. It was it was just it was a great movie. Like it I was, really super enjoyed it. Like yeah, um, I was I was so excited to see that it made the list. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. And, and Andy Samberg was nominated for yeah. um, actor for in a, a musical or comedy as well. Yeah. And and they've been and Golden Globes have been nice to him because he won uh, for um, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Remember right. he won he won a Golden Globe for that. Yeah. I remember he was nominated. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then he ended up winning it. And I was like, what? Yeah. So they're yeah. very kind to Andy Samberg. So it wouldn't surprise me if he maybe could walk away with that. It would be awesome. I'd be, I'd be all for that one. Um, so that was in one. And then moving over to uh, TV series drama, it's loaded with uh, Loop and Larry favorites. Okay. We've got, we've got Lovecraft Country, yep. which we talked about, um, which I've watched most of. I haven't finished it yet. I finished uh, it, yeah. Did you finish it? Yeah, I watched it all, yep. Yeah, I, I've got. A, I think I've got three episodes left, so that's up there. That's that's great news. Um, Ratchet. Oh yeah, that was not um, <laughs> that was like someone's pick for the worst of the year. Yes. I thought. I still <laughs> would say it still looks good to me, but the yeah. uh, what was the one the year before? Um, oh, what was that? It's it's a comic series that was a movie, uh, with Ro with Rorschach or whatever. The what's that? Oh, um, the Watchmen. Oh yeah. Yes. Because because yeah. remember uh, I think it was Greg the year yeah. before said he hated it and I watched it last year and I loved it I thought it was yeah. amazing and like, it was nominated for Golden Globes and won it won some awards too no, I I really enjoyed it but maybe I don't know enough mythology to to make it so I wouldn't like it but I thought it was great but anyways just yeah, disputing Ratched, everybody else's picks that's all we're doing you know like, <laughs> I, just, but, I just found it really funny that Ratchet was there after we had talked about uh, you know some people really did not but, like it. And, you, I, I, you may know this better. Oh, you go on, and then I'll, I'll ask a question. Well, and then of course, Mandalorian. Yes, of course that's got. It. I'm glad it was in there because you never know, right? If it's gonna make yeah, it in I, or not. I made the cut, so I was I was pretty pleased about that. What, what uh, do, you do, you, do you find with? I mean, you've been watching the Golden Globes for a long time. Do you find the choices from the international press a little different? Like yes, <laughs> like like, the, like their their choices seem a little oddball sometimes. Well, I so. They do. Um, so the Golden Globes, in case you're not aware, are voted on by the Hollywood Foreign Press, which is comprised of 90 people. So it's okay. a really small group of people who vote on this thing. And they're the foreign press. So that's not, they're not American. I mean, they're not, yeah. you know. So I, I always find that there is a bit of a slant towards um, like shows that feature European countries or settings or actors who are not American potentially or you know that are a bit quirkier yeah um, they, they like the quirky for sure yeah yeah it's a bit of a different it, it skews a little differently for the Golden Globes which which I like I mean it's it's you know it's not the normal stuff yeah. always so you know so then you end up with with things like you know Lovecraft Country and and that sort of thing and Oh, and uh, best musical or comedy, Borat. Borat. They was, love Borat, man. Love it's like Borat. I was like, how's that on there? It's like, didn't yeah. the one the girl from it get nominated as well? Like did. Sasha Baron Cohen got nominated. I still haven't seen it. I, I wasn't like a massive fan of the first one. I found it really cringe, cringy. But yeah, um, this one is. It's I really liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was 
on par with the first one. Like it's that, okay. it's the same sort of thing. Um, but it's, I mean, there's some pretty cringy stuff in this one too, but, uh, but it's, I thought it was really great, but that's what I mean about the Hollywood, like that. I don't think that that movie would ever be nominated for an Oscar, yeah. <laughs> but it would be for Hollywood foreign press. <laughs> so, hilarious. You know, it's stuff like that. I find really interesting, but so that, I, that was pretty cool. Now um, I, I don't know about for the golden globes. I didn't see it, but I noticed for critics choice that Tenet got some nominations in the critics choice awards, but didn't get any golden globe nominations. No, I don't think it, I don't think it made it into the golden globes. I, I, at least I didn't see it. I, I looked through, it would have been in drama and it's not. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know that it actually got, I mean, unless it got some acting, I, I didn't, I didn't catch it. So I didn't yeah. really see that it was there, but it, it didn't, it wasn't right at the top. Yeah, I, it, it just surprised me because I know it was in. It's up for a lot of technical awards at the Critics' Choice, which makes sense. Yeah, uh, I was just surprised it wasn't like at least looked at. Like it was one of the yeah. bigger movies that was released this year. Now yeah. I know you weren't a huge fan of it, but it was like the um, technically was it was cool. Yeah, well, it was, and it's odd for a Christopher Nolan movie not to be given nominations. Like you know what I mean? Like you know, um, Dunkirk, I believe was and um uh in inception and those like it's it was odd that it wasn't right up there yeah maybe it was just too confusing yeah i think it was it just it just missed the mark for too many people i think this time unfortunately but um and then the only other thing i want to mention is um under in the tv side uh best tv series comedy shit creek Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. I don't know. I I feel like they've gotten their due. I don't know if they'll win any Golden Globes, but it it had five Golden Globe nominations and there was it's only there's only one other show that got more and I now the name just I can't remember what it is now, but it got six. So the the number one show the the most nominated TV comedy show got six nominations. Schitt's Creek got five. So yeah. it's, it, I mean, the chances of, and it was like all the actors like Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara and um, um, Annie Murphy, um, Dan Levy, they're like all of those people are nominated and then best. I just think it's, it's great that it's still getting nominations. I think that's, yeah, I'm just so excited. I would love to see them like finish out their run and of course those canadians were like okay i think we've got enough we don't need any more than than what we've got i think we're we're doing all right we're sorry we're sorry (laughs) sorry sorry for winning awards guys sorry take up your time sorry (laughs) but anyway i just i had to point that out because that would that made me so excited that that they're uh no because i don't know if they've been nominated before for golden globe i i feel like no i don't think they have i think this was the year where they ever they just started getting tons of nominations this year so so yeah it's after that massive emmy win i feel like they'll they might do all right in the golden globe i've heard i've read that uh like people think that they're they're getting more of their nominations for like the 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 whole show like the series yes rather than like the than just a single season so yes i think i think good luck to them i hope they i hope they win like i'd love Uh, to see that i'll be i'll be rooting for them (laughs) (laughs) well i'm i'm rooting for the pop five because it's coming up next yeah What's hot? We'll tell you what's hot. It's the Loop and Larry Pop Five. All right, here's the Pop Five, and these are the top things that we're we're taking a look at. We see they're trending, and we 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 uh, we're just gonna jump on them. And Larry, what's coming up? Okay, starting at number five this week, Buck Rogers is back in. Uh, is is new? Is the talk of the town again? <laughs> We haven't heard. 
say that enough anymore. <laughs> no, no one says talk that anymore. It's the talk of the town, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they are, and that's about the era that this is from, so it fits. <laughs> yeah, it is true. Yeah, um, Buck Rogers. Yeah, we haven't heard that name in in ages and ages. So the last time we saw Buck Rogers was uh, when Gil Gerard played him in the 1981 TV show. That's, yep. that's when that that's the last time we've had a buck rogers <laughs> by the way but, that's also on my list of shows to watch this year well this is the time to watch it yeah, well i'm gonna watch it now for sure <laughs> <laughs> so uh the legendary pictures i i guess is has picked it up and has decided that they're gonna run with it um not only that but george clooney is now attached to be the executive producer and star that's so cool it's gonna be a george oh and by the way it's a tv show it's not a movie Oh, just a t- it's a TV show. Okay, it's cool. Another TV show. Um, but yeah, so George Clooney. I mean, that's there, there's a he that he holds a lot of weight, right? Yeah. So you know, when George Clooney is attached, he's to a somebody. A product, that George Clooney, he's a somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so for him to play Buck Rogers, I think that would be. I'm really excited about that. I loved Buck Rogers. Yeah, uh, it was great. Me. I love that show, and it's yeah. like I own the movie in the show. I just and hope everything. That, I hope that the new show has Tweaky. That's that's the only thing I'm hoping is that little uh, and then he had that um the Mr. Clock. or Doctor Theopolis. Yeah, yeah, that uh, he, like the, that round like just robot thing that hung yeah, around that, his neck. He's like a big pendant you wear around your neck. <laughs> yeah, it's <just> weird. <laughs> but anyway, so that is that is coming up. Um, so what they're they're planning? It's uh, they're actually planning a, a like a Buck Rogers universe. So if this TV show pans out and does well, they're gonna. Spin it off into a movie, and yep. then if that if that does well, they're spinning that off into an anime series. Oh wow! Yeah, a Buck Rogers anime series. Who's the guy <laughs> that was in the last second season? Is it like Hawk? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, Hawk, yeah. Who like had that head like feather headdress? Yeah, the feather head thing. Yes. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. He better get a show. I hope oh, he gets yeah. a show. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's coming. I, there's no there's no date uh um uh, on that so we're not sure when it's happening but apparently it's in development and the, the clue is attached i know I I'm the clooney <laughs> the cloon if the, the clone's on it then i'm, I'm watching <laughs> all right number four on our list cloverfield another name we haven't heard in a little while oh yeah is getting another sequel which is for me is pretty exciting i love the cloverfield universe i think it's it's so neat. i've seen cloverfield yeah, and I saw Ten Cloverfield Lane. Is that the one with yep. John Goodman? Yeah, that was a cool movie, by the way. That was like yep. I like the the whole really? concept of that. Um, yeah, did, did we know it was part of Cloverfield when that came out? I guess we did. No, we. Oh yeah, well that I mean we did only because it was called Ten Cloverfield Lane. Right. And there was there was like it didn't. So the problem with that movie is that it, it's not a sequel. Like it's not. It's in the universe. It's in the Cloverfield universe because of aliens and invasion and stuff. But it's not it didn't really have anything to do with the first movie. Right. So the only real, like if it had been called anything other than 10 Cloverfield Lane, if it was like 10 Main Street, it <laughs> yeah. probably would have been a completely different, like it wouldn't have had anything to do with it. So yeah. we only know that it's part of it because, well, J.J. Abrams produced, I believe, and yeah. it's 10 Cloverfield Lane. Because I feel like and at then, the time when that came out, it was supposed to be like a big like twist that it was part of it or something. I can't remember the whole hype behind yeah, it. But. but it wasn't, it wasn't that obvious. Yeah, okay but it was a great movie and it so but it is part of the part of the universe that was yeah. in 2016 and then 2018 a netflix related uh, uh released um cloverfield the cloverfield par- paradox 
See, this is a movie I, I totally forgot about. Like, I, I never yeah. saw it, and I totally forgot that movie existed. See, I really liked it. As soon as I saw that it was a Clover... And this was the weird thing. So it did. It got no publicity at all. Yeah. It was... It was it, the very first time anybody heard of it was uh, Super Bowl Sunday of 2018. There was, like, as part of the, you know, big hype trailers and things, there was a trailer for it during the Super Bowl. And everybody's like, what is this? And then it ended with the Cloverfield Paradox. And I remember watching and going, what? What is this? And it aired, the movie aired the very next day. Okay. So it was an advertisement during the Super Bowl on the, on the Sunday, the movie aired on the Monday. So there was like no lead up. It was total surprise and, and fans got it right away. It was, it was awesome. So, so I watched it right away. I, I thought it was great. It's, a, it's again, it's totally different. It takes place entirely in space. So it's a, it's a totally different take. It's more like alien uh, okay. than, but, uh, and again, it doesn't, you kind of watch it and you're like, I'm not hundred percent sure how this relates. Um, so what the thought is now with the new movie is that, um, so JJ Abrams is producing and they're thinking it might be the movie that ties the first three together. So, okay. it, and, and they've confirmed that it's not found footage. So, because you know, the first Cloverfield was, like yeah, it was the found footage. Yeah, oh, I remember. I was like, felt yes. queasy when I walked out of the first one. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> uh, so this one is not. So this is not. This is just a regular standard movie. Um, but yeah, so the thought is it might tie the all three movies together into an actual Cloverfield universe, which would be really cool because I lo I love the concept for it, and I I've been enjoying them so far. So yeah, I have to, I'll I'll rent them all again and watch them. I, it's been a while yeah. since I've seen them, so I, I it's been. Uh, I, I assume you could probably. I don't know if they're on Netflix. I'm not sure. Well, the Cloverfield Paradoxes. I, yeah. I feel like I own the first one, but I, I remember yeah. liking Col uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane a lot. I thought that was a really cool concept. Like for uh, it's really cool. So. Yeah, right. well, that's big news. But again, no date on that one yet, so we're not not 100 percent sure. But it's coming. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. All right, number three, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer dropped during the Super Bowl. So, like, yeah. this, this is probably, I'm thinking, the last trailer before the, the show kicks yes. off. Um, yeah. So, you see a little bit more of what's going on just to uh, – I'm in a full Marvel mode now, so I've been very excited. <laughs> but So, basically, it's kind of weird because uh, basically um, Falcon and Winter Soldier look like they bicker a lot. Yes. That's, like, that's one thing I got <laughs> out of it. Um, but you do see uh, – uh, some hints of Baron Zemo in it because he's carrying his mask that he has in the comic book. Um, yeah. And it's the same guy who played him in the last movie as well. So that's, which is, I think is cool. So, because yeah. um, I think he was going to kill himself in the, in Civil War, but then he was stopped by um, Black Panther. And then, uh, so now yeah. he's back for revenge. And then uh, <laughs> uh, Sharon Carter was shown in this as well. It was Agent 13 because she was in Civil War, I believe as well, or the yeah. both Captain America movies. Um, she's in this as well, which is pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to that. And what was the other piece that, oh, I, um, I don't know if it was shown a lot, but U.S. agents in this as well, which is another Captain America-esque hero. Uh -huh. He's almost like a, a like an opposite to Captain America almost. He's not really evil, but he's like a bit of an asshole. And he's like, um, okay. he's just a little different, right? So, All right. Interesting. But, yeah, he, he was kind of a bit of a nemesis. He's like a hero, but like an, uh, I don't want to call him an anti-hero. Like he's, he's just like, That's he's a kind of, yeah, he's just the kind of person that like you don't really want to be leading you. <laughs> so but he, he, uh, he's on the good side. He is in the comics, but he started out as a bad guy. So we'll see how, where they put him in this one. But 
Okay. He, uh, he's, he's a little, he's a little odd. So, uh, but anyways, he's, he's in this. So that's kind of cool as well. But so yeah. it showed a little bit, it showed enough for me to, to know this one's going to be a little more epic than uh, like the, whereas I uh, want a little bit more creative, but this one's going to be more, I think more like a straightforward sort of action movie yeah. uh, TV show. So that's what it, it looks, looks like. amazing. Like the, the special yeah. effects look really cool. It looks like a Marvel movie. Yeah, it, it totally it does. Like, it looks like what, I mean, like you're, you're right. WandaVision doesn't, it didn't feel like Marvel because it's so different and so weird. But this, this one feels like a, like yeah. you're going back to that, like Civil War kind of Winter Soldier yeah. feel for the movies. Yeah, which is, yeah. Which is pretty awesome. WandaVision to me f feels like, uh, like a story that you would see in an actual comic book. Like yeah, that would be yeah. like a story, but they brought it to life in this, which is really cool. So yeah, no, I'm looking forward. It's going to be really, really cool. Uh, March 19th for that one. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll, it'll only be, I mean, there'll be like a couple of weeks between WandaVision and that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then that one will run and then pretty much Loki starts up, doesn't it? I think doesn't so Loki somewhere starts? in there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's going to be nonstop. Non-stop. Non-stop. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of nonstop. <laughs> number two at number two this week well spider-man universe has gotten ridiculous because all we're hearing is rumors of all these people that are now in the movie and keanu reeves is now the newest one that they're they're courting to be in the movie and playing craven craven the hunter which is a villain of spider-man's which is he's basically like a a hunter on steroids basically <laughs> he's like one of the greatest hunters in the world and one of the things so they want Keanu Reeves to play him in this movie so that's the latest rumor but I'm finding it weird because none of these people that they've talked about or have ever confirmed they're in this but so here's the weird thing so we talked about doing this and putting this on our on our pop five and and doing that just today the day that we're recording this Jimmy Kimmel tweeted out uh uh, like a like a story like retweeted the uh keanu reeves has been rumored to think but at the top he wrote not true not true not true and i don't that's all he wrote and then the link was to the to this story so what does jimmy kimmel know that we don't well the other thing is too is that everyone's <laughs> been talking about um toby mcguire and andrew garfield being yeah. in this but then Tom Holland just said, no, that's not that he knows of. But then Tom Holland's also been known to say, to say the wrong thing. So, and they, they feel like he's being fed stuff to say so that yeah. he doesn't spoil it. Cause he's been known to spoil a few things in the other movies. So yes. um, they're probably saying you just tell us this deny, no matter what yeah. anyone asks you deny it. So, so, maybe, um, so I don't know. I don't know if Jimmy Kimmel is denying it on their behalf or, I just found that really like if it had been anybody else, I would have just been like, oh, okay, whatever. But it seems like a weird person to. Yeah, because it came from J Jimmy. And the fact that he said it three times not true, not true, not true. And so I don't know. Is it true? It, Is it not it could, true? It could be a bit too that he's doing or something. Yep. Like who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Like, but yeah, there's a lot of people that are like, they say they're in this, but like even Jamie Foxx is like, oh, I don't know if I'm in it. Like they're all like playing dumb on it. So I don't well, know. I mean, I mean, it's the kind of movie that if all of these people are there, you want it to be a surprise. You want the audience to be like, oh my gosh, look, it's Keanu yeah. Reeves. I had no idea. So, but if they release all these people now, you, it, like the surprise is gone. Yeah. So I'd, I'd way rather not know who all these people are going to be or who, which characters are going to appear in the movie and then be, be surprised. surprised. Yeah. You know? That's it takes away a lot 
with- yeah, I think the element of surprise is now gone in our in our generation now. Like it's 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 not a thing anymore. It's it's hard. Like when like the Luke Skywalker or the Quicksilver thing happened, like that's that's very rare anymore to have a surprise like that. But those are also cameos and not like people that were actually like been hired earlier on and like you know one of the major trades to, to announce it right so yeah it's just yeah. very bizarre but yeah I, I love a good surprise in a movie for sure oh, well, and december we'll... uh, 17th apparently supposed to be when this movie comes out well december this year. 17th yeah well it, with with all uh good luck coming our way we might actually get to see it in the theater <laughs> yeah hopefully we hope <laughs> yeah that's the hope anyway <laughs> All right, and speaking of things coming to theaters or not theaters, our number one uh, pop uh, pop five for this week just came out today, uh, February 9th, when we're recording this. Um, the Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, which has been the talk oh of the town God. for the last... <laughs> well, it's his talk of the town. I don't know if it's everybody's <laughs> talk of the town, but... But uh, they, he just released uh, a full uh, image of the Joker, of his version of the Joker. Yeah. Uh, that has now been added back to Justice League. So, um, so Justice League, his version, the the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, which is a four-hour-long super cut of the movie, um, is uh, debuting on HBO Max on March 18th. So it's coming up soon. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he's, I mean, it's four hours long, so he's done a lot. And apparently, um, he said, he said, this is his quote. Um, I will say that it was always my intention to bring back. Oh, sorry. Uh, the, the Joker is the only thing I thought of in retrospect, but I will say that it was always my intention to bring Joker into that world. So obviously he sort of maybe thought about it during the original cut, but not really. I'm not sure, but he's, he's definitely back now. And yeah. apparently um, the other information that's come out about this is um, that Jared Leto is obviously playing uh, Joker, but he's not playing it the way he played it in Suicide Squad. He's much more, much darker. Yeah. Um, and apparently he wears uh, a bulletproof vest that's covered in like beat up old uh, badges, police badges from all the p- police and law enforcement officials that he's killed. So they're like, they're called his trophies. So he's much darker and more violent and he's not like super slick the way he was in, in yeah. that, which is, which is good. I, I, I'm a big fan of the Joker. I love, like, for me, because I'm a DC fan, I love the Joker. Um, and and I like him in a lot of different incarnations. That was the one that I didn't really buy into because I didn't, yeah. I, I thought he was too slick and too, like, high class. And and he's not. He's, he's like, dark and, and grimy. And so I feel like, you know, this is going to be an interesting thing. We'll throw up here a shot of the... Uh, of, yeah, of the Joker, so you can see him, but he really looks messed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen different um, people talking about uh, like what they think of of him as the Joker, and and it's kind of like mixed. Um, yeah. But one one I saw one thing that made it was interesting. It said someone has like it's like Joker fatigue. They call it. It's like there's too much Joker. Like people have had enough of the Joker right now. Like it's because yeah. he had the whole movie, and it just seems like it's the Joker's always got to be a villain whenever the a DC does a yeah. movie. And it's uh, and, and it's true because it's, it's weird because there are so many DC villains. Yeah. Like, but they but they always go back to that one. Like you know why not introduce you know Killer Croc or poison ivy i mean poison ivy was in the 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 uh 
early like the George Clooney movies. But yeah. you know, I mean, there's a like, like I mean, Marvel has a ton of characters, and they keep going to different characters. So you're introduced to new characters all the time. But DC seems to be stuck with this core group of characters. Yeah, and they don't. I, 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 I nothing against DC. I just don't know if DC has the depth of character that Marvel has. Like I don't, I don't, no, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I don't know if that's true. Like I know they do have a lot, but they have like their classic DC people, and then like they have. I mean, like, they have they through their comics. They have a ton. Like there was um there was a comic series just called Batman uh, called Batman and Robin, um and it was relatively new, like in the last ten years kind of thing. And every issue was a different villain. Um, yeah. Like pink, they have a villain called Pink Flamingo who's super cool. Um, you know, so there are, the, DC does have a massive uh, like roster of of villains, like a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but and and some pretty famous ones if you know the DC universe that just are never seen on film. Like they yeah. they don't, and they could be translated to film. They when the when they did the Gotham TV show, there were a lot of different um, ones there. I'll, I'll restate what I said. They do have a good i they when you say it, they do have a good like uh like group of villains it's i think it's yeah. more the heroes for me that i i yeah. find is sort of like they've got their core sort of yeah. justice league and then after yeah. that it's sort of like there's not there's not a lot of other ones that i really know beyond those like whereas i yeah. think marvel has a lot of ones that have their own series like a moon knight or someone that people may know like yeah. it's so i don't know it's yeah. it's uh it, but it, i know the joker's yeah. a great character i mean to, to, to be able to play the joker is like it's iconic. <laughs> and, and there's so many ways you can play them from the Jack Nicholson to whoever, right? Like it's just, yeah. um, it's, it's very cool. It's so. going to be, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I'm actually quite excited to see this because I, I mean, he's been talking about it for so long. I know. I, I, I'm almost like sick of hearing about this thing. It's like uh, the Zack, Z the, uh, uh, the Zack, Zack Snyder, Snyder cut. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm, I'm like, oh my God, like just I know. put it out already. Like, and, and is it, so this is something I just, I think I'd read this, but I don't remember. Is it four solid hours or is it four one hour shows? Do you, did you, do you know this? I, I at one point it was a movie and then it, I yeah. think it was two movies. And then I think it was like our split into two nights or something. And now I think it's like a series or something. I think like, it's I like don't... four one hour like chunks. That's what I, I think that's what I heard last. Yeah. So it'll be easier to watch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And it'll be interesting. I, I'm like looking forward to seeing what, what he does with it. I don't know if it'll yeah. be like better or worse than the justice league. I don't know. I, yeah. That's going to be really interesting. Cause you know, maybe there was a reason why the Justice League was cut down to two hours or whatever. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is he uh, shot new footage for this, right? Is yeah. that the, okay. well, the, the the Jared Leto stuff is all new. Like, okay. Leto, he wasn't in the in the original cut at all. Yeah, I feel so like this too is supposed to be like a flashback or something or a flash forward or, or a dream sequence or something with, yeah. for Batman. Like, I don't think he's. Totally like, could be. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really not sure how he plays into it. Apparently, there is information released about how his character fits in here, but I specifically avoided it because <laughs> okay. I don't want to know. Like, I mean, that's I, that's part of what we were talking about. I want there to be some surprise. You know, I want to be surprised about that. But if you're really curious about how Jared Leto's Joker fits in this, th there is information out there. So I'm glad the Wonder Twins are making an appearance too. Yes. That's going to be cool. And Gleep. Yep, I'm glad they're, they're uh... <laughs> in off apparently. <laughs> I'm surprised they're not in it. Like, I mean, I they're, they, they like were major, they're major heroes of the, uh, it's like funny when they were in the original cartoon, when they were in the justice league, for yeah. some reason, you just sort of knew they were added to it. Like, yeah. even as a kid, I knew those aren't actual like heroes. Like they're, these guys have been added to the series, like yeah. somehow for this series specifically, like even at the time, like, 
but, because uh, but no one wants to turn into like a bucket of frozen water or whatever. <laughs> like nobody. No, but wouldn't that be a fun movie? Like that, I that would be a fun, a fun like movie as a comedy. Yeah. Would yeah. be, would well, be, be the like, Wonder Twins. It'd be like because they when they did Shazam, when DC did yeah. Shazam, that was a fun movie. Like it wasn't dark. I mean, there were some dark elements to it, but it was a it was more of a comedy that movie. Yeah. So they could do that. Like DC could be playing up more of their their lighter side and i think a wonder twins movie would be a awesome. wonder twins as a comedy would be funny yeah like i think that would be, actually be quite good so yeah i think uh, we should start a petition yeah let's do it wonder <laughs> twins. So, we, so far we've got Yaddle, already... yeah and we've got wonder twins now as our two Perfect. like possibles for the for yeah. this year so that's that all we need let's push up. <laughs> All okay. right, that's enough, that's enough talking about the current stuff let's go back in time yeah let's do it let's do the pop capacitor it is the pop capacitor where we go back and take a look at a film or a tv show or a toy and uh we basically re-review it and see if it still holds up to now and today we're looking at uh king kong versus godzilla from 1962 because coming out soon uh, is it next year larry uh, the godzilla yeah, versus king was, kong i think it was supposed to be this year but i think it's now moved to next year yeah okay so we're, we thought we'd go back to the basics to the original battle of King Kong versus Godzilla. So can you give me a little history on like uh, the Godzilla movies at this point? Cause I remember okay. watching a lot of them, but I don't know where this fits into that timeline. Yeah. So this is, this is so exciting for me because I, well, Lupe and I both grew up on watching Godzilla movies on channel 43, Lorraine Cleveland <laughs> during the super host show. So I love, love, love the Godzilla movies right there. That's it. Yeah. Um, I, I just think they're so fun. So, so Godzilla started in 1954 with the God with Godzilla. It was just called Godzilla, um, yeah. or in Japanese, it was called Gojira. <laughs> but um, so that and that was actually a serious movie, and it was it, it started because they were only nine years away from World War II ending, and so they made this movie um, as a metaphor for the dangers of um, atomic warfare. Okay. Um, because an atomic bomb went off like it did in Hiroshima. So they made this movie about atomic, like the effects of, of atomic culture. And it created this monster that destroyed the world or destroyed Tokyo. Um, so that's what that one was. And that was 64. And then I think it was 1960, 1956, two years later, uh, was um, uh, Godzilla uh, Raids Again. Um, and it was another uh, Godzilla movie, but it was pretty cheaply made and quickly made. Oh, it might have only been one year later, 1955 maybe. Um, but uh, it, yeah, it was it was cheaply made and it wasn't, it was, you know, it was kind of classic Godzilla. Those two movies were in black and white. And then came in 1962, King Kong versus Godzilla. This is only the third Godzilla movie. Oh, really? I thought there'd yeah. been like all those other ones with Mothra and like... All this was this was the first sort of and so this is the first time Godzilla or King Kong had been in a movie in color and in widescreen. That's oh wow, something to note. But yeah, so this was '62. So there was uh, like you know uh, six six or seven years between those first two movies and then this one, um, and <clears throat> they uh, they decided to do this. Apparently, originally it was going to be Godzilla versus Frankenstein. 
I don't know how they would have worked that. How would they have done that? <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, uh, Marion C. Cooper, who directed the original King Kong movie in 1933. So this is only like 30 years after the original King Kong movie. Yep. He hated this. Like he hated the, the concept. He hated the idea of it. And then when he actually saw it, he like literally lost his mind because his King Kong was his. And the idea of putting a, a human in a in a rubber suit to play King Kong was like the worst possible, you know, sin you could ever commit. And so he actually actively tried to get the this film like pulled and stopped. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So there was a big controversy. Um, but but one of the other funny things about this is that they they somehow got the rights to King Kong like the name but they weren't allowed to use the same image so he could not look the same as the king kong from 1933 which is why he looks so goofy in this he has a longer like lips and snout or something like yeah it's very odd looking um but so the so instead of creating a a mask that looks like a gorilla they created one that looks like a a japanese maquette (laughs) a different kind of monkey entirely okay (laughs) yeah so it's so you're not actually looking at a gorilla you're looking at a japanese maquette (laughs) which is which is kind of different this movie was so popular it was it's still to date and they've been they are still making godzilla movies like uh, netflix just released a few last year so they've been making godzilla movies literally from the 50s till now this movie uh got the highest attendance of any uh godzilla movie ever like really okay it was tremendously uh popular (laughs) this movie (laughs) yeah despite the fact that it's horribly bad (laughs) yeah yeah i've got different views on it but it's uh Yeah. yeah it's yeah so and then okay so here's the other here's the other uh interesting thing so originally there was it was created as a japanese film and it was created entirely in japanese so there wasn't there weren't the english actors there the story was a little bit different um the 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 movie ends with a big battle uh between king kong and godzilla <clears throat> and this one the 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 version that we grew up with that the english version um it looks like god's uh king kong won the battle in the original version we're not really sure they actually say that he may not have and there were more battle scenes there's a whole underwater battle scene in the japanese version that was cut for this so there are two two very different versions so but the one that we grew up with on wuab lorraine cleveland was the (laughs) was the english version uh where they where the whole thing is sort of narrated by uh a un reporter a reporter from the united nations who (laughs) cuts back in every once in a while to give you updates on where it's happening is. yeah <laughs> so for this review i'm gonna try a little different we haven't done this way yet so but All it'll right. still work instead okay. of just going through plot through the whole thing yeah. let's do let's do like a hit and miss things you loved and, okay. and, and didn't like about it so in that way we will probably hit all the points we want to hit anyways okay. but sure. um i think a big miss on this and you just mentioned it is this whole un reporter thing i don't understand what they were so it's no. a reporter in, in a room talking to sometimes to right to a camera and sometimes off a camera yeah, like to to a, a fake camera somewhere off off uh, view, yeah. and I don't know why that was 
why they use that as a mechanism for this movie because they kept going back to it and on top of that he would throw to like japan or somewhere else to yeah. another guy who obviously didn't know how to wear a headset because instead <laughs> of wearing it like this he'd have it like holding it and talking into the microphone yeah. that was on it it just seemed yeah. really weird like <laughs> like this is the, the worst television broadcasting i've ever seen in my life and, who, and who's watching this well exactly that? and that's See, in the original movie, this part didn't exist. Like, they didn't do that. So I think the original, I feel like the original movie would have made more sense and have been more coherent. But yeah, they didn't introduce who this guy was. He just gives his name and says, I'm, you know, from the UN. Why Why the UN is has a, a news station <laughs> and like why they're broadcasting, I, I don't know. But they keep cutting to the satellite in the sky that is broadcasting because that's like super high tech technology yeah but they're using a satellite to connect between the un and new york and you know Tokyo japan or, and or, the yeah. rest of the world so yeah but they keep going back to it and then it gives them like an opportunity to have like a scientist on talking about you know the brain size of godzilla versus <laughs> king kong and stuff like that it just it was it's so like, dry too it was yes. like so it, it, I felt like a real, like almost like a real interview. Like it's like, okay, you can spice it up a little bit yeah. for the movie. Like, no, <laughs> and so and it's such a bad set. Like it's literally, oh my god, like it's like you know two walls and then they've like uh like push pinned a, a flag from the UN up to the wall and then there's a like a map that's sort of hung crooked on another wall and <laughs> that was the other thing too. He he's like they they show they have the technology to show the satellite during yeah. the broadcast and and go live to the to tokyo or whatever but they can't like have like a digital map like they can't no. have like a map like come up that's like he has to go to like a like one that looks like it was made from like a grade three class yeah like, it was just <laughs> terrible well and plus on top of that so they're they every once in a while you'll they'll cut to a reporter who's watching the action on a tv yeah. which means that they had they had like camera people or something right in the midst of the like the godzilla king kong battles or like right under the the buildings that were collapsing because they were watching this and there was one scene of a massive fire that was happening and there was a camera up right in the middle yeah. of the fire <laughs> in the middle of the action these guys are right when the u.n broadcast they're like the original cnn like the, yes <laughs> yeah these are intrepid reporters getting right into the midst of things <laughs> so, so crazy yeah so that was a little bit of a miss a little bit of a miss um the other the other <laughs> miss <laughs> there, there might be more misses in this movie yeah maybe <laughs> um the so the the whole premise of this movie is uh the godzilla is awakened by a, a submarine like a submarine is traveling underwater and like runs into a iceberg yes and inside the iceberg is godzilla and awakes him up and that's how he godzilla comes back but king kong comes back because this uh um a pharmaceutical company called pacific pharmaceuticals heard of this monster on a on a on the faroe islands that uh it was there and the president of of pacific pharmaceuticals wants this monster because he wants it as a publicity stunt because because um uh the pharmaceutical company is is boring essentially yeah yeah it's, it's yeah something to spice there was a whole up lot of explanation on that no so but anyway that's how that's how 
the the Godzilla shows up. But the problem is the the guy who's the like the president of the pharmaceutical company is so such a bad actor. Oh, <laughs> He's terrible. so over the top and goofy and just like like facial expressions that nobody makes when they're surprised or like it's just so like <laughs> it's, just, it's just so bad but it's like it's just it turns into this comedy routine every time he's on screen oh i know it's just goofy as anything like yeah, it's ridiculous so, he's so funny so that so one of the main characters is just it's just but yeah, it's just he's just not the great actor. <laughs> My other favorite part too is when Godzilla wakes up. So they're in the submarine, yeah, and they they do a dive. Literally seconds after doing the dive, they hit the iceberg. Yeah, it's like if they never like drove a like a submarine before. Yeah. These guys yeah. like it's like they like the, the iceberg would have had to have been in their view. Yes, because they literally like okay, let's go down. It's like beep beep. And they hit, they hit <laughs> they the iceberg hit within seconds of diving. Well, like, and how would they miss it? Well, they, but they couldn't have missed it because they were talking about it. They like they were looking at it through their periscope because it was glowing because Godzilla was inside it. So they were like, "What is this glowing thing? Let's go down for a closer look." Boom! <laughs> like well, how? And then on top, so that happened. And then of course the submarine is like on fire. So their their reaction to that is abandoned ship. So yeah. They're like, we, we got, where are you going to go? You're in a submarine. <laughs> like in the Arctic waters or whatever. <laughs> you can't really abandon the ship. <laughs> and there aren't life, I don't, maybe there are lifeboats on submarines. I don't know, but that seemed really weird to me. <laughs> the, the thing that I love most about this movie is just how really it is so bad. It's, it's so fun to watch because it's just so over the top. Oh yeah. So, so when the pharmaceutical company gets to the Faroe Islands and finds this, uh king kong they've got a team of of like two normal like like reasonable reasonable employees who are there to help capture it and then they have this guide who's from the faroe islands who i'm not even kidding is like literally the japanese uh don knots i was gonna say gilligan he reminded me of gilligan like He's like he's like Mr. Furley from the from Three's he Company. Was. He looks like him. He acts like him. He's just so like zany. Out of place. He's zany. <laughs> it's like every everybody has to have some comedy relief, in, in, like in every scene. <laughs> so he's just so <laughs> badly. <laughs> he's such oh, a man. bad actor. Uh, yeah, but the, the bad funny. the bad acting sort of like follows through most of this movie. Like there's a part yeah. where one of the guys, I can't remember where he was, like one of those two guys, um, they think he might be dead. And so they call the girlfriend and she goes, and she just like basically kind of nonchalantly is like, oh, well, hopefully he survived. Like, it's like, they don't, like, it's like she didn't even care. Like, it was like the reaction was just so weird. I'm like, wouldn't she be upset that he's missing? Like, it's like, oh, mate, hopefully he survived. You know, we don't know. And speaking of um, poor reactions, when they're on the island, the island is full of, like, natives who worship the the King Kong as a god. And yeah. they, they pray and they dance and they do, you know, sort of, like, stereotypical island like stuff like dancing yeah. with skirts on you know feathers and whatever traditional like traditional sort of, yeah. you know the way hollywood portrays it yeah um anyway at one point uh king kong drinks some liquid that knocks him out and puts him to sleep so the so king kong is now passed out completely on the beach 
And instead of like securing him and like getting him ready to transport to the United States, the the whole native culture dances around him for literally like 10 minutes. And first of all, he's he's passed out so he's not there's no reason to be dancing because <laughs> he's not he doesn't appreciate what you're what they're doing and there's close-ups of the the women who are dancing and they're literally stone-faced they're like oh do we have to keep doing this like i'm I'm done dancing this is this dancing is ridiculous like they totally are so disinterested <laughs> yeah I know. in this dance <laughs> like but you'd think that they would be like in awe of being so close to King Kong and dancing for him and everything. They're just like, meh, we do this a lot. Just another dance. A very, a very serious dance troupe. <laughs> like, like nobody, none of the people who should be showing emotion show any emotion at all. <laughs> what, another miss I had was there's a part where um, I, I, I don't know if it was Kong or I think it was Kong fought like an octopus. Was it Kong? Yes. Yep. And, I, I have to give this the movie the uh, award for the grossest sound effect I've oh, ever heard. The, yes. the octopus sound effect was like, <laughs> and it went on forever. Like the yes. sound effect, it was disgusting. Sounding. It was. That was a terrible. I completely agree. Like I almost had to turn the volume off for that entire <laughs> fight scene because it's just, yeah, it's just this terrible sucking sound for like oh, ten God. minutes. It's awful. Okay, but here I got a I got a little antidote for this. Okay. <laughs> so. They used real octopus, like a real octopus to for this scene. It's one of those, like they shot at low angle and so it looked like it was huge and it was fighting. Um, so, but to, to make it work, they, they used three different octopi, <laughs> like yeah. three, uh, sorry, four, four uh, different ones because they, you know, they had to use four different ones. When the scene was all finished, uh, they, three of the, the octopi they threw back into the water. Yeah. The fourth one they killed and ate for dinner. <laughs> so, <laughs> so one of those, one of the octopi that's in this battle becomes their the crew's dinner afterwards. <laughs> Can't wait for this scene to be done so I can eat. Mm. <laughs> that's I think that's the first time in recorded history of film that one of the actors on camera was actually killed and eaten, eaten. afterwards. <laughs> Like that's horror movie level stuff. Oh God! <laughs> I thought that was awesome. That it was really just like that scene was vile too. That was so gross. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, so then there are a couple of like plot points that don't oh, make no. a lot of sense. For ex for example, uh, when there's the big battle near the end and it's Kong and Godzilla, f for some reason I don't know how they figured this out. Kong gets because Godzilla has his atomic breath, so he's got yeah. this superpower, and everybody knows about it. Kong is just a big monkey; like he doesn't have any special powers. Yeah. So they had to give him something. So they decided somehow that electricity gives Kong like super strength and like brings him back to life. I have no idea how they figured that out. And the fact that he lived on a on an island that had no electricity. Yeah, how would how, this ever come up? How would they even know that? <laughs> So that was one of the big plot like mistakes that I found out found. <laughs> and then the other one was they were trying to figure out like the, the government of like the Japanese government was trying to figure out how to get rid of Godzilla because 
in this movie, Godzilla is the bad guy. Like as the movies, as the other Godzilla movies go on, he becomes a, a good guy and yeah. he fights the other monsters. But by at this stage, he's still the bad guy. So they're trying to figure out how to get rid of him. And one of the things they come up with is to put him next to King Kong. So they fight each other and then maybe they both die. But what comes up over and over again is they should drop the atomic bomb on, on him. Yeah. Well, but but he's in Tokyo at this point. Like he's stomping around Tokyo, and there's one scene where the where all of the reporters are like, "Why don't you just drop the bomb? Like, why are you not doing this?" And he said, "Well, the bomb's not not off the table. It's quite possible." I know. Like, okay, that would that would literally destroy all of Japan. Like that is not that is. But the the stupid reporters are like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense. You should just drop the bomb on him." Yeah, like the bomb's not. It's like there's gonna be so much collateral damage from yes. it. Like. <laughs> God, they just didn't. They couldn't quite figure out what the bomb like would do. <laughs> like, this is not a good idea. Stop, stop pushing the bomb idea. <laughs> not a good idea. The, the other part I thought was ridiculous too is they at the beginning they introduced this like this guy has this like company that made this like super strong string. Oh yes, yeah. And, and as soon as he said that, I'm like, okay, when's the string gonna be used? Yeah. And of course, this is one part where they tie Kong to like balloons yep. and float him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Wait, wait. I've got a. I've got a. Okay, you 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 talk a little bit about that. I've got a uh, background here. I can uh, here so here it is. So they tie Kong to these balloons and they there, float him in. There he is. If you're looking. <laughs> so on. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can take a look here. I'm just moving out of the way. I've he looks like he's like stuck in cobwebs or something. <laughs> but look at how happy he is. He's just, he's so happy. Look at, he's just so happy about being stuck to these strings. That costume was pretty bad, actually. That is a horrible, and it's, and it doesn't move. Like, it, oh, so that's the other thing that we can mention. There are like five different variations of the Kong costume because there's a variation where the arms are, sh are short, like yeah. normal length, because the actor had to have gloves so he could lift up boulders. Yeah. And then there's an there's a version where the arms are literally double the length, so he could beat his chest properly or something. But they're literally double the length, so it looks totally ridiculous. Then there's another version that's a puppet um, because he has to drink things, so it's like the head is just a puppet yeah. that looks like this thing behind me. So it's it's like horrible to look at. <laughs> And then there's like a miniature version for like long distance shots, but the like the costume with the double long arms is so awkward, <laughs> so weird looking. Yeah, and like that. why wouldn't they just keep all the this is this is my other and this goes with almost every Kong movie for me. Like, like yeah. it's the it's the perspective because sometimes yeah. Kong is a certain size and he looks massive, and other yes. times he's picking things up like a person, and the <laughs> hand his hand isn't as big as it is when he's in other scenes no like, it, it's, it's the perspective of him is so different and this, yeah. and this is like in every kong movie it just he's all over the board like it's, in perspective yeah it's all over the place <laughs> yeah it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't help when they change costumes so that like the the, the body is different sizes by itself like that that doesn't <laughs> help either <laughs> but you know i mean but it's that i mean with all of its faults and all of its like crazy, like bad acting and bad writing, I still love this movie. Like I, I, I still think it's so fun to watch because it's just so goofy. 
Like yeah. it is just, and and that's the thing with a lot of the Godzilla movies, and and I think that's why we liked them so much as kids, because they were like they were not like anything else on TV, yeah. And they were totally goofy, and you like they didn't even try to like hide the fact that it's guys in big rubber suits crushing like like model trains and things like it was so obvious <laughs> yeah like i mean yeah it, it has a lot of faults obviously but again like it's like you're saying there's a lot of charm to it yeah. there's something about it and and like i've got a I've actually a pretty good list of like of things i liked about the movie i thought that yeah. um okay. i thought let's, i thought that, that the uh the sets were awesome yeah like, like even though they're using miniatures and yes they look fake now but back then they probably looked pretty good yeah. like the tanks and stuff they were using yeah. that were just miniatures and in the, in the sets that they were like, walking through and that that all looked actually really good for that time period it totally did and i mean when when the like the first battle happens there's like actual t like model tanks that are remote controlled that are yeah. like driving different places that actually fire like there's actually like puffs of smoke and things that are coming out of them so i mean they they did a lot of work like the miniature sets are absolutely cool and that's one of the things that i love about all the godzilla movies is that the sets are really cool yeah. um you know because the, the i mean the amount of detail and stuff and this one like like you said the like at one point godzilla uses his atomic breath to destroy one of the tanks and it's a close-up of like they must have used a blowtorch or something but this tank is like totally burning and melting and it's really cool <laughs> and, and i thought the atomic breath like because the all his um well you can see it behind me here but the uh are on this side um this side this side, this this, side, this side. <laughs> uh, but his like his scales on the back all turned blue and it looked like it actually looked really cool yes like they, he lights up like he like he uh, looks really cool when he uses it he does the only the only thing and i don't know if you noticed this or not you might have whenever he uses his atomic breath he always shoots in front of the like on the straight onto the ground in front of king kong like why not just shoot him in the face with the atomic breath it wasn't a great shot uh, yeah, yeah i terrible. agree he just he, did not. He went to the school of the stormtrooper in, yes. in shooting ability. Like he was like <laughs> he just always shot on the like way in front of him just to create an explosion to to startle King Kong. I don't know, but, <laughs> but the effect is cool. Like it is really, it is really well done for the time. I think it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of cool stuff like that that happens all the way through it. Yeah, like I think it's just the, the like the sets are cool, and I know that scene with the um, when they go to the Kong Island and, and like the with the extras now, but I, that scene was actually really well put together. Like the dance yeah. and that that they like there was a lot of extras in that scene. Like it was a pretty I'm, epic looking scene. Yeah, like, um, there with, like there's probably like 200 extras or whatever yeah. it was there, and they were all like synced up, and it was like that looked like it would took a while to to yeah. put that scene together. I'm like that's pretty impressive looking actually for that. Mm -hmm for that well, time and, period again and the set was indoors i assume so it was all mountains and big rock formations like it was a really cool looking set piece and you're right yeah. i mean they had hundreds of of actors like the costuming was really cool like with the with the feathers and flowers and whatever so i mean it, the production design on this movie is is awesome like it yeah. really is like it really looks pretty cool <laughs> but that it looks even better when you compare it to the un reporter set <laughs> that's, that's that the thing like so why did they cheap out on that like, I, like, I feel like that i don't know i don't know but i feel like that was added in later or something well, it like, was it, it was it was added to the english version so oh, okay like, so that's why it's like 
It yeah. seems very out of place. Yeah, it wasn't in the original version. The the version that came out in 1962 in Japan didn't have any of that. So okay. it was it was re-released in 1963 in the U.S. So it was a year later, and that's when they added the American actors and that whole uh, reporter stuff. So it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand yeah. now because it it didn't make sense to me why that was in there, and of course they have to dumb it down of course for yeah. the american audience and over explain it which kind of ruined it because it yes. was just because it, it kept cutting back to these boring scenes like <laughs> they put a little effort into it guys like that was like terrible because the rest of the movie was actually not bad like i mean it was if it was goofy as it was and 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 such but yeah. um i thought it was pretty good now i actually really want to watch the original japanese version because i feel like the action would be better because like i said there was there was an actual underwater fight scene at one oh yeah that was cut which would, which would have been pretty cool to see and they cut that out of the american version so i've never seen it um but i know it's out there i think criterion actually has released the japanese version so yeah no, do you you own all like the the ones from the the 70s right like or the I 60s own all uh, all of the godzilla movies like all 30 all 29 of them oh wow um, like, literally every movie from 1954 to to um shin shin godzilla which was 2017 all of them and i also own the all of the um uh, Gamera series because Gamera the oh, I forgot he has his own series that's yeah, right he had he had i think six or seven seven six or seven movies of his own so oh, wow. i have those too i've got all of them i love them i think they're great <laughs> so is it, which side are you on are you on the godzilla or king kong side are you I team will, kong or team zilla <laughs> i'm always team zilla no yeah matter, I, I am no too. matter who yeah no matter who's up there unless it's the son of godzilla then i'm on team manila because <laughs> <laughs> that a thing love, i don't know <laughs> who doesn't love baby godzilla <laughs> On an offshoot of this, I just learned that like there was like a whole series of like I know the Godzilla versus Kong's coming out, and and like I just discovered that like I knew the last Godzilla movie led into this movie, but yeah. I didn't realize there was two other movies prior to this that all led into it as well. Like I don't know why I missed all this. Like we had this conversation, and I'm like, oh yeah, we should do this because the new um, Godzilla versus Kong is coming out, um, and you know, and the other two were really cool, and you know, and Kong was great. And, and Luke's like, Kong, wasn't, wasn't that the one that Peter Jackson did? And I'm like, ha ha, yeah, 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 he did that, but that one doesn't count. No, I'm talking about the Samuel L. Jackson, the one that takes place in the Vietnam. He's like, what, what are you talking about? And then I said, I said, and then like two years before that, there was Godzilla. He said, you mean the, the one that Ferris Bueller was in? <laughs> I was joking, but he wasn't. I kind of remember... I kind of remember the Kong Skull Island coming out, but I forgot about it. And yeah. then the other one I'd never even heard of, like the, <laughs> the one from 2014. Like I, I did yeah. watch it the other day and I've watched, uh, I haven't watched the King of Monsters one yet, which is the oh, last yeah. one, but I've the watched one. the other two now. I've watched okay. them both because I, I wanted to get kind of caught up on them, but I was like, yeah. I, I love Skull Island. I love Kong Skull Island. That was a great Skull movie. Island's awesome. Um, the it's other great. one, I, I, it was like, I don't know. It was, I wasn't really into it. It was, yeah. It, that one that one and um king of monsters king of monsters is is cool because it reintroduces some of the original uh monsters so like rodan is in it and okay. king godira king godira has three heads he's the three-headed monster yep. um so a, a couple of and mothra mothra's yep. in, so they reintroduced those so i was super excited because i was like oh they're finally bringing mothra into like a modern movie and it's not a great movie 
<laughs> but it's it's okay. Like it's all right. Yeah. It, like you cared about the characters in Kong Skull Island, which yeah. I think is the key to these monster movies. Like yeah. because you they obviously they don't talk, so you yeah. have to rely on the the supporting cast to kind of carry a, an hour and a half movie along. And uh, yeah. and the Kong Skull Island, I thought the like the supporting cast and that storyline was great. That yes. led into this, but the uh, yeah. but but this one was this one was fine. This one was good. I enjoyed it. So I think this one stands up. I think it's still it's still quite interesting and I, and I think uh, it's fun. yeah, I totally think it's fun. I think it's it's one of those movies that even if you didn't grow up with it, because we grew kind of grew up with it, but I feel like it's the kind of movie that you could still show to like your kids, and because yeah. it's so goofy, they would just laugh at it, and it would still be a fun thing to watch because it's just so goofy but it's the models the models are really cool so like yeah models. no it's great it's 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 cool so yeah if you have a chance and this was on we found it on youtube right that's right yes so you yeah you can actually if you can't find it anywhere else it the whole movie is on youtube just just type in king kong versus godzilla and boom there you go the whole yeah, 1962 make sure it's the 62 version so yeah, yeah i don't know if there's any other awesome. version but that's like there's a is that the only this is the only time he's fought they fought that's the only time they fought. God's um, King Kong uh, made another movie, and I don't remember what it was. Not long after this, but that was the. I think that was the only time that the two of them fought together. I think. So. Okay. Yeah. But, so yeah, just look up the 1962 version. You gotta awesome. watch it. It's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, thank everybody for joining us for the show, and of course, uh, follow us on our socials. Um, subscribe and like us on YouTube and yeah. uh, follow the podcast and ever, all the other things we do, but we'll, uh, we, we love when you're a part of the show and uh, thank you so much for watching and uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. I can't, I, I, we didn't even mention who won this battle in this movie. Did we? We're not really sure. Yeah. I, one of them went into the water. Was that Kong? The, Kong came, they both went into the water. Kong came out and they just said, uh, Godzilla seems to have just disappeared. So... <laughs> And so Kong just really sw sure. swam back to the island yeah. apparently came from. They decided there was, that was enough. They had enough. They were done. I just wanted to make sure people knew who won this battle. And I guess yeah. it was a stalemate once again. But the <laughs> yeah. only one we saw was Kong. So I'm assuming he won this, this, we're this gonna, round. Yeah, we're, we're going to say Kong won this. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Now you can, you, can go to, you can sleep at night now knowing <laughs> what happened. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.